in recent days, there are two quotes that stick out to me about the Pittsburgh Steelers that I think should bring plenty of optimism to this team and this season, while at the same time, hopefully shutting down an opinion that is just hammered at us for no reason. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackmine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talk, and make sure to subscribe anywhere that you get your podcast today. Like I said, there are two quotes that I have heard over the last day or two that seemingly stick out to me and have been drilled into my head that I just cannot stop thinking about that bring me optimism for the Pittsburgh Steelers. One of them is actually... A negative, but I believe that the two combined showcase exactly why maybe one quote is wrong, or at least in my opinion is wrong, and why Steelers fans and the Steelers as a whole should feel very comfortable and confident about where this team is heading into the regular season. Let me uh, address the first quote. The first quote is simple. It's from Bill Cower, Hall of Fame head coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers, a guy who still watches this team every Sunday, who was giving his opinion on the Pat McAfee show of not the Pittsburgh Steelers and not any team in general, really. It was just about new coaches. And what he said was, if he was an owner, what he would make sure that he did is allow his coaching staff to have three years, that a coach needs three years in the NFL to adjust and figure out who they are as a head coach, much like players need to figure themselves out and adjust to the NFL game. Coaches need to do the same thing. And in those three years, you're not looking for a Super Bowl. What you're looking for is to, at the end of the road, say, hey, we are headed in the right direction. This looks like a very promising place to be. And if it's not there, then you have a problem. But he was addressing this in the circumstance of, we need to stop being so impatient when it comes to coaches in the NFL, and we need to let them have as much time as we can give them in a reasonable manner before we nick them. And I think that without saying so, he was referring to Matt Canada, and I don't think that was even on his mind, but I think talking about a head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers and a Hall of Famer for the Pittsburgh Steelers, you instantly start to bring the two together. And my mind went Matt Canada. Year three, promising preseason, promising training camp, good-looking quarterback, good-looking offense. Best team that he's had around him in three years. Maybe this is the season that we finally get to see whether or not Matt Canada's for real. And I know that Matt Canada, his seat can't be any hotter. And a bad year in 2023 is the end of Matt Canada. And if it's not, then, I mean, that's a whole other issue that we could discuss when we get there. I'm trying to be on the positive side here. And the positive side says that maybe year three is a big one for Matt Canada and the Steelers offense. Let me bring you to the second quote. This is from Brian or Mike Tattenbaum. Excuse me. I don't even remember his name. A guy who frequently, as we know, likes to criticize the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is not a secret that this guy rarely has anything positive to say about the Steelers, the former NFL GM, I believe, 
for the New York Jets, a guy that just doesn't see eye to eye with the city of Pittsburgh and their fan base. He had this to say about the hype of Kenny Pickett, quote, you have to say context is everything because Kenny Pickett is the fourth best quarterback in the division, let alone when you think about it, the teams in the rest of the conference, when he goes head to head with Lamar Jackson in an unbelievable improved offense, we know about Cincinnati and I think Cleveland will be much better with Deshaun Watson. I don't see them being in the top seven when it's all said and done. I've seen Kenny Pickett this season and it's hard to not be impressed by him. But week in and week out, I'd take those three other offenses over Pittsburgh. So I don't think they'll score consistently to make the playoffs. That's the big question. How good are the Pittsburgh Steelers and is their offense good enough to actually bring them places? There is Super Bowl expectations, realistic expectations, but the thought of a Super Bowl is there and it should be there. You go perfect in the preseason and you have a quarterback that finishes with the perfect passing rating and goes five drives for five touchdowns. You feel pretty good about where this team is headed. You add an offensive line and your running game develops and your defense doesn't seem to have a hole in it. And overall, you look at the roster and you say, this is the deepest Pittsburgh Steelers team we have seen in possibly 10 years. A long, long time. There is plenty of hype and the expectations are huge, but some people do not believe that they are still on the rise enough to make the playoffs and actually make a magical run, a special run. Year three for Matt Canada, just to bring it full circle. Year three for Matt Canada. Year two for Kenny Pickett. Mike Tomlin talks constantly about the year one to year two leap and the expectations for it. This should be a huge year for Kenny Pickett, but it would be a huge year with huge expectations for any second-year player. George Pickens falls into that same category. These guys that are entering a sophomore season in the NFL should make a leap. So you should expect good things from Kenny Pickett if he is the guy. When it comes to Matt Canada, you feel nervous. But remember year three, because if it is true, and if... NFL coaches really do need three years, then maybe Matt Canada does finally click. And you got to think that he's shown all the promising signs. George Pickens scored on a deep ball over the middle. Pat Fryermuth scored on a 25-yard pass over the middle. We're, look at, we're looking excuse me, at a running game that not has one but two rushers that you feel pretty great about, to be totally honest, and an offensive line that you feel is much improved from a year ago, inside and out. And if we're being like really detailed, the depth is better and way better than it was even two weeks ago. The Steelers as a whole look like they have everything going on. And then their offensive coordinator and their offensive game plan in the preseason looks like it has some flow to it, some rhythm, and is winning. And you can make the excuse, oh, it's the preseason. They're playing against backups. They looked real good against Buffalo starters. So... Take that as you will. And I don't know if that would last a whole game, but what I do know is that it looked a lot better, a hell of a lot better than it did a year ago when I was sitting in Buffalo watching them get spanked by the Bills. There's got to be some hype here. To some degree, you have to feel okay about where the Pittsburgh Steelers are headed. And I get it. There's going to be criticism, and Kenny Pickett's name is going to be the most questioned name in the NFL this season. Easy. 
even if the Steelers start off hot, there will be everybody and their mother questioning, not true Steelers fans and not guys that and girls that just follow Kenny Pickett and follow the Pittsburgh Steelers to every little detail because those people will see good and they will cling on to good as they should. But the national media from afar, as they always do, will continue to question Kenny Pickett and whether or not this is going to continue. They'll hype him up and then try to shoot him down. That's just what they do. If year three is the big one for Matt Canada and year two is the big one for Kenny Pickett, guys like Mike Tattenbaum are going to have to come up with different excuses about why the Pittsburgh Steelers are not making the postseason this year. Because you just look at history and you look at the way the Pittsburgh Steelers work and you look at what they were given. And that was an opportunity. And I think that is so overlooked here. The Steelers are such a well-run organization that in a time where they said, hey, look at this is a rebuild stage, which took a year and a half. They were given the money and said, this is the first time in forever that we have been able to spend in the NFL on other positions because we have a quarterback that is young enough. The last time they were able to do this, they were able to build a defense. This time they were able to build a defense and finish their offense. That's huge. That's what a well-run organization does. That's why the Pittsburgh Steelers are in a tier of their own. And that's why guessing against them or betting against them seems to just never work out. The Pittsburgh Steelers are pretty much guaranteed to be a winning record team unless something crazy happens. But if it doesn't, nine wins is like the bare minimum that you can expect from the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. And returning to the playoffs seems way more in line than it does far-fetched. I don't know. There are going to be a lot of people that come up with reasons why Kenny Pickett and this team aren't good. What I'm sticking to right now is year three. Because if year three is right, and Bill Cowher knows what he's talking about, which he seems like he does, the Steelers' offense is going to be just fine, and there are zero questions about that defense. You want to talk about the playoffs? Talk about where they are in the process. Because where they are in the process seems like the perfect place to be in an NFL life cycle.